The word of God is given to us to feed on. We at Deliverance Assemblies of God Church located at Kotobabi behind Ebony Hotel in Accra use this channel to come your way with the unadulterated word of God. Be blessed as you listen. We'll Second Chronicles chapter 6 verse number 14 to 16. I read from the New International Version. He said, O Lord, God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven or on earth. You will keep your covenant of love with your servants who continue wholeheartedly in your way. You have kept your promise to your servant David my father with your mouth you have promised i want you to underline those words if it's your bible with your mouth you have promised and with your hand you have fulfilled it as it is today listen to me Whatever God's mouth has promised, his hand is going to fulfill it. I say, whatever word God's mouth has spoken to you, his hand is going to fulfill it. His hand is going to fulfill it. His hand is going to fulfill it. it. Amen. Amen. Isaiah 55. Verse number 10. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bad and flourish. So that yield seed for the sower and bread for the eater, for the eater, comma, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but to accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Amen. Amen. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, it is written, oh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, it is written, I believed, therefore I have spoken. Since we have that same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore have spoken. Amen. I am speaking this morning on the theme. What business are you doing with God's word, promises, and prophets? What business are you doing? 
With God's word. With God's promises. With God's prophecies. What business are you doing? In Luke chapter 19 verse 13. Our last scripture. Luke 19 13. The Bible says in King James. After from verse 10. It is written that one king traveled and when he was living he gave some talents to some of his servants. He gave one ten, one five, and one. And when he returned he was expecting a return from the investment of that money. The one that had ten invested it and had received ten back. The one who received five invested it and had received five back. But the one who received one did not invest it. One of the things Jesus said, which was written in King James, he said, okay, let me read from, and I said, so he called 10 of his servants and uh, when he was, he said, occupy till I come. That was King James, occupy till I come. That occupied till I come in our modern day language simply means put this money to work. Do business with it. Invest what I've given to you. So our thing this morning what business are you doing with God's word with God's I want everyone here to understand the following facts. Everything in this world, every element of creation is a product of the word. Including you and I. God spoke and he came into being. When you read Psalm 148, verse 5, Psalm 148, verse 5, in fact, when you read Psalm one, let them praise the name of the Lord. For he commanded and they were created. For he commanded and they were created. And you see, when you read from verse 1 of Psalm 148, this, praise the Lord, praise the Lord from the heavens, praise him in the heights. Praise him all his angels. Praise him, all his hosts. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all ye stars of light. Praise him, ye heavens of heavens. 
And ye waters that be above the heavens. Then verse 5. Let them praise the name of the Lord. For he commanded. And they were created. And then when you continue to verse 13. That will end, will end in verse 5. When you continue to verse 13. He mentioned kings. You see, the psalm was just saying anything that is a product of God. Because you are a product of God, your business is to praise him. Your business is to worship him. The next point you need to take note of is that everyone of us is a product and a victim. Everyone listen to this carefully. Every one of us sitting down here, listening to me, following us online, every one of us, every human being, is a product and a victim of the following. Number one, you are a product and a victim of our own words. Our own thoughts. Our own imaginations. Our own mindsets. Our own voices. Myself and the lady pastor were talking this morning. She was giving me a report when he met a group of people. And you see, I just, you see, people's mindset. Look, you are your mindset. Do you know why we shouldn't pity each other? Do you know why Jesus said the poor, the poor, if Jesus was there, he has multiplied five loaves of bread and two fishes. Look, he has performed miracles. Whilst he was there, he said to the people, the poor, you will always have with you. How can Jesus say that? He was standing there. Have you ever seen poverty where Jesus was? Have you ever seen lack, lack where he was? But he was there. And he said, hey, the poor, you always have them. Do you know why? People's mentality. You are a victim of your thoughts. You are a victim of your mindset. You are a victim of the voices you listen to. You are a victim. You see, when you are a pastor, this, this ministry called pastor, you can't describe it. It's the most difficult thing on earth. If God doesn't call you, don't try. You will see inside people. 
Sometimes the people you are crying for, the people you are worried, you can't sleep. God, why is this delaying in the life of this sister, in the life of this brother? Why are you not answering my prayers? Sometimes when you interact, and the person talks, maybe an unusual issue. And you are conversing. And the person begins to open the mouth. Hey. So is that how you think? I see. No wonder. No wonder your life is like that. When you hear what is in people's that's why the Bible says, don't pity one another. Because we have the same Holy Spirit. We have the same blood of Jesus Christ. We have the same word of God. The Bible says we should rather have compassion when somebody is in need, you can help. help. But don't pity. Don't say, oh God. Why? Why is this sister? Why? Look, you are seeing it like that. When you meet the person face to face, when the person forgets himself or himself, and the person begins to talk and when you get to know what is inside the person, you say, oh, no wonder. Beloved, listen to this again. You are also a victim to people's words. Things people say to you. You are a victim. You don't know why sometimes when I hear something, I get angry. Do you know why we don't mention people's names? A few of us here are just immature. This church, we talk too much. We make too much comments. Sometimes people stop coming to church because of the comments. We talk. We don't mind our own businesses. No, we are not talking about people. When your issue comes, I address it. Because I have my own problems. I have my vision. I have the things I want to accomplish. That is what I think about. We talk. That's why even we can't mention people's names Because somebody will just, are you sure? Because, hey, you, 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 you are here. How go? Nothing happened to you. Nonsense. Look, be very careful what you are saying to somebody. Because you don't know the effect of your words. You don't know the effect of your words. 
You may think you are joking. Look, when you are joking, after I say, oh, please, I'm just joking. Just say, oh, I am just joking. Because people are victims of words. 1995. We were were in the wooden structure there. After church, always after church, you see me standing on the altar. And I'll be watching the way people are interacting. Sometimes, every week, I pick one person to study. I'll be studying from far. How people are interacting. How people are When almost everybody was gone. Then one of our sisters. I don't know. She went out. And she was there with one of her mothers talking. And I walked close to them. And I heard. That mother saying. You cry, who will marry you? Who? You, you are, who will marry you? Nobody, the mother was going to say to you, who will marry you? Nobody, you don't, you don't qualify for marriage. So when that mother was gone, then I said to this sister, did you hear you think, you think those are ordinary words? You think those words are ordinary words? Hey! Go and do something. Go and pray. As I'm talking to you today, that sister is in one of our churches that we open. I won't mention the name. Look, as I'm talking to you today, she is not still married. She is still not married. She is still not married. You don't know how I get angry when I hear something. You don't know how I get angry within me when I hear especially leaders, leaders, leaders talking, making comments. You don't know the effect of your words. What business are you doing with the word of God? This is just the introduction. You are also a victim of the devil's words and voices. How does the devil speak? He speaks through people. Look, the devil can speak through me. me, me, me. He can speak through the pastor. He can speak to the pastor's wife. He can speak through anyone who opens himself or herself. Look, when I say challenge me, say pastor. This one you have taken lifting. Because when I take lifting too much, when I take, when I take lifting three times in a week or four times in a week, and I come and stand here, you know, you know I've taken lifting. 
And they won't fail. One day after church. And Debbie, I'm sorry, you know. One day after church. Sorry, you know. One sister said, Pastor. I think last week. You took, you took a lot of lifting. Lifting, oh far man, bro. So I say yes. So see, I'm Yes, I took a lot of lifting. Oh, How do you know? They say oh, today the service was different. And then now some that's wrong. The way you were talking today. See now, Casano. I realized that lifting was inside. Yes, a lifting room. As of my yeah, my money lifting. But right, one day Lieutenant Colonel brought me some provisions, plenty. And when she, and when he brought it. He was holding some in a rubber, in the politics bag. And he said, Pastor, the ones in the politics bags are also yours. But you can't take it. I am taking them away. I said, let me see what is inside. A lot of lifting. Because he said, when you take lifting too much. Beloved, what am I saying? Joke apart. It is time for you and I to begin to descend. And to be careful about what we say about What we say about people. Our thoughts. Our imaginations. Look, I always examine my thoughts. I'm telling you. I, when it, I always examine the way I'm thinking about this sister. This sister is, he, is, he, is she really like that? Or, or there is a problem? Why is she behaving like that? That's how we should be. Otherwise, you conclude on people and judge people. For the past hundred days, we have prayed God's way. And under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, God has also given us several ways. And the word of God in whichever form it exists come to us like the breath of God. It comes to us as the breath of God. The word of God is the breath of God. The word of God is the intention of God. The word of God is the innermost expression of God. The word of God is the mind and the will of God. What business are you doing with the word? The word of God exists in Several forms. Number one, it exists as the eternal word. Ever and forever living word. It never dies. Matthew 24, 35. Matthew 24, 35. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But not an iota of my word shall pass away. God is inside his way. The word of God also exists as a spoken word. 
as God spoke directly to the early patriarchs. Like Adam, Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses. God spoke directly to them. As I'm talking to you. That's the spoken word. The word of God also exists as a written word. As in the Ten Commandments. On the tablets. On the tablets. On the tablets. It exists as a written word. And that's the Bible you are holding. That is the written word. That word is the breath of God. That word is the intention of God. You can open any scripture and take it for yourself. It is written. This was what you said, and as we read it down, I am therefore standing on this word. And you see whether that word will not produce a testimony in your life. The written word. And then we have the manifested word. The manifested word was Jesus Christ. He was living as the word, the existing word. But he was born in the flesh. John chapter 1, verse 14. And the word became flesh. And made it dwelling among men. Look. Every word God has spoken. Whether it has come to you in dreams. In prophecy. In preaching as I'm preaching. Or by revelation as you are reading the Bible. That word. Want to take a fleshly form. That word. Want to take a form that it can be celebrated. It can be touched. And the word became flesh. And made it dwelling among men. Somebody should give me First John chapter. First John chapter. Chapter one. First John. I was praying a certain prayer. And the Lord said, use this to pray. Because I saw something. I touched something. But all of a sudden, the devil has decided to withhold that thing. And the Lord said, what, what, what effect, you see, I am teaching you. Look, have you... Have you has somebody promised you that I will give you this and shown it to you? He said, touch it. And then you touch it. And then you have seen it. Or you've had a dream. And, and suddenly, the thing is out of your hand. Or the thing, something is sitting on it. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at, and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. Listen to me. Anything you have seen, anything you have heard, anything you have touched, 
words. Let that thing come alive in your life. I say, let that thing come alive. Let that thing come alive. From today, I declare and decree. Look, I say, that dream you have had, you will see that dream. You will get that dream. The devil will never take it from your heart. I say, what your eyes have seen, what your ears have heard, what you have looked at, what you have touched, let that thing come alive. 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 The miracle that is coming for this church. Myself and the lady pastor saw it. We got it. We were signing documents. But suddenly, listen to me. That miracle is coming. The devil cannot stop it. I said the devil cannot stop it. Even some of us in the house, we have allowed carnal mindset to possess our mind. We will be ashamed. I know those who will celebrate that testimony. Look, what dream have you had? Why did you have that dream? Who gave you that dream? God gave you that dream. To reveal to you. His intention for you. That dream must come alive. That dream must come alive. That word must come alive. Receive it in Jesus' name. Let it come alive in your life in Jesus' name. Say, my father, my father. That which I have seen. That which I have heard. That which my eyes have seen. That which I have looked at. That which my hands have touched. Let it come alive today. Let it come alive right now. Let it come alive right now. Let it manifest 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 right now. In Jesus' name. Look. Please take your seat. Do you know what the word does? The word of God creates. It is a creative word. As I'm preaching right now. Things are happening in your life. Even though you are not seeing with your eyes. The word of God is also prophetic. When we say something is prophetic. It is clearing your way. It is defining you. The word of God is transforming. Look. Do you know the reason why they say. When we go to evangelism. Just preach about Christ. Forget about the immediate uh, effect or, or response or reaction. Sometimes when people are lying down on their pillow, 
That's when the words that you spoke. And the person got angry. That is when the pillow will start speaking to the person. Look, the word of God never fails. It, it is also what a warring word. The word of God is a warring word. As I'm preaching right now, it is warring. It is fighting. Fighting. Like I just mentioned, the word of God comes to us in different forms. It comes in the form of a dream and vision. In Genesis chapter 15 verse 1. Genesis 15 1. And the word of God came to Abraham in a vision. When you read Ezekiel, and the word of God came in a vision. The word of God comes to us in dreams and visions. The word of God comes also to us through insight, revelation in scripture. Anytime you are reading the Bible, look, this Bible, this Bible I'm holding, this Bible here, I have about 50 Bibles. 30, 30 Bibles. About 35 Bible commentaries. But this Bible. Take everything I have in life. Save my life. And give me this, and give me this Bible. Only this one. Take everything. This particular Bible. I've been using it since 1986. The notes I have written, the things God has taught me. One day when, when I was looking for the somebody, Gladys, you have so many Bibles. I say, not, I have so many Bibles. But that one, I know what God. How God has opened my eyes in scripture. Look, when I open, you see, SP. 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 Strategic prayer. You tried. Let's clap for you. You tried. Strategic prayer. SP. 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 Look, take everything. Give me only my life. And this, and this, this particular Bible. Let me look at your Bible. Let me look at it. Look, your Bible is too neat. Look at it. Look at it. No pen. And so clean as you bought it. It means you don't read it. You don't study it. You don't study it. And if I look at your Bibles right now. Eh? This one, if I remove the cover, eh? look at it. Look so at it. Be if I remove the, the, the cover of this Bible, you will know that this man has been using this Bible for. Look at it. That's the Bible. Look at it. Look at it. Look at the Bible. Is your Bible like this? You see why the devil is defeating you. Look. Lose everything in the world. 
Let God give you only your life. With this Bible, everything you have lost, you will gain hundred times. It is inside this Bible. Let me tell Some of you are walking hopeless. Look, how did Jacob become rich? God gave Jacob a dream. A dream. When the anchor was cheating him. A dream. People are walking about. Christians. So the word of God is this through inside revelation. The word of God also comes to us through preaching. The word of God also comes through the Holy Spirit inspired prophecy. Let me say this. Holy Spirit inspired prophecy. Please. Not every prophecy is inspired by God. Not every prophecy is Holy Spirit. Some prophecies are from the mind of the person. Some prophecies are from the flesh. Some prophecies are from people's perception. One day, a lady, she, she used to sit here. I know her very well. She came, she came and complained to me. She used to be very close to me. But she misbehaved and has run away from the church. She comes to complain. Pastor, the way some people dress in this church. The way some people dress in this church. I say, relax. Hmm? Relax. 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 Be careful. So that you don't drive a soul away. They will be hearing the word. Then I told her, do you know that I know all the witches in this church? I've never called anyone to say you. The day you step in this church again, I haven't done it. I will never do it. Because who knows? One day, one day they will hear the word. That's why they have come. If I say I have power, let me allow them to stay. Witches are good. Witches are good. They help us to pray more. So those of you who are witches, continue. The only thing is that you don't know the day Jesus will come. You will miss heaven if you don't repent. Because because this sister realized that I, I, I wasn't acting on the thing she was telling me. We came to church Sunday like this. One day before I read prophecy, that, 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 that. my children, my children, I am warning you. Those of you come to my house with a different dress, you, you wear anything. I just tap Gladys. Look at her. 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 Because I wasn't listening. She said, I will get you in prophecy. Please. 
This thing we call prophecy. Be very careful. A prophet is talking to you. I am a prophet. Only I don't call myself prophet. I can tell you, not every prophecy is inspired by the Holy Spirit. Some prophecies are from the mind, the mind, the perception. Look, you don't know. Let's say Stakate. I, I, I like her. I love her. She's whatever. Look, as I keep on thinking, if you don't take care, I'm going to prophesy. Kate, you will marry. So, so, and so. It's because of the way I am thinking, I have the desire that she must marry. But listen to me. Get this very clear. I am not saying that because of the cast away prophecies. The Bible says, ye shall decree a thing. And it shall be hot. You say, what you say, what I hear you say, Numbers 14, 28, as I've heard you say, so will I do. So, so, so even if I'm not inspired and I desire and I keep on saying, my brother, you will succeed, you will succeed. And I have a right standing with God. God will fulfill those words. Are you getting it? But I'm just telling you the truth. Not every prophet, when they say, hey, Why is the place quiet like that? Today you are not dropping money on the water. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Now, so but there are Holy Spirits by prophecy. You see, sometimes you are you are preaching. You see, I, I know when people are speaking under inspiration. A word will just come. Don't joke with that word. Don't play with that word. Even you yourself. There are people among you here. Sometimes we are praying. Before you realize, the voices begin to rise. Don't joke with that word. It's by inspiration. One day I entered a meeting. This prophet started speaking. I shook hands. I said, Congratulations. What you said, let it come to pass. But they are your words. They are your wishes for me. And he was looking at me. I said, Prophet, many things you said today, they are not under inspiration. They are your wishes. But let them come to pass. Do you understand? Are you getting me? Not everything. They, no. Some are wishes, wishes, desires. And they can also happen. Amen. Amen. That's why Paul said we shouldn't 
threw away prophecy. Because people were just playing around with them. God's hands perform what his mouth speaks. Especially when we agree with what he has spoken. God's entire nature and being backs his word. What does God want us to do with his word, with his promises, with his prophecies, with the dreams we have, with the revelations? Give me Psalm 68 verse 11. Habakkuk 2.2. 2. Then we are going to pray. This, this is what God wanted to do with his word. Psalm 68 verse 11. The Lord announces the word. And the women who proclaim it are a mighty throng. Many are those. You see, God wants us to carry what he has spoken. He doesn't just want us to listen, to hear. He wants those words to become part of us. Those words must possess us. They must overshadow us. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2. Then the Lord replied, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. A herald. An announcer. Somebody should run around with the word. The word in your mouth. That dream you had, run around with it. Herod must run with it. Be wholly possessed, be wholly committed. Give it all the attention you can. Agree and align yourself with Never the word. Align your mind. Your mouth, your manner, or your actions. Do business with it. What is the business? This kind of business is not, is not a, a buy and sell business. No, it's not to sell the word of God. It's not to make money out of the word of God. No. Invest it in your life. It simply means you should lean on it. Occupy your mind and your heart with it. That's what it means. Do business with it. Lean on it. Occupy yourself with it. Word, look, Smith Wigglesworth, my mentor, the late. I've never met that man physically. That man died before even my grandfather was born. But people can become your mentors through their books. Through the tapes. I have a lot of his books. You see, find out. You see, in life, the anointing upon you 
you can find a model of that anointing. People that have been, people that have been used in that area, pick their books. Let them become your mentors. Read, read, read a lot about them. Listen to them. There is one statement that he makes. Say, God has said it. I believe it. That settles it. God has said it. I believe it. And that settles it. This man raised 17 dead people back to life. Including his wife. He had traveled for a meeting. And I that something I've forgotten what happened to the wife. The wife died. They didn't wait for him to come. They sent the wife into a, a, a mock. I mean, when he arrived, say, why did I t- go and bring my wife out? They brought the wife. They put the wife on the bed, and it, he tapped the wife, mentioned the wife, say, get up. Sorry. The wife sat up. And I'm sorry. Yeah. You see. Then the wife said, "Why did you worry me?" Why have you worried Smith? Why did you worry me? I finished my work. I am resting. Why? I'm at a better place. So Smith, so darling, you want to leave me? Say yes, I finished my work. Why do you still want to keep me? So you want to go? Okay, then he made the hand like, okay, go. He went back, he was gone. He was gone. The man walked in the word. But do you know something? Before we pray, the greatest enemy to the word, the greatest enemy to, 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 to your dream, the greatest enemy to the word that you are holding on to, whichever way it has come to you, whether in dream, in prophecy, in revelation, whichever way that word has come, there is one greatest enemy. The greatest enemy. They are internal. Your imagination. Counterfeit imagination. Counterfeit mind. Counterfeit mindset. Counterfeit voices. I know some of you. As you are seated here, something is telling you. We are ourselves. Preach and go and sit down. What I am, I am. Let me tell you. When you agree with that, you have become a permanent prisoner to the devil. A permanent prisoner to the devil. One day I addressed an issue about the youth. One of the youth went outside. He didn't know that I was standing up there. And he was talking with a friend. I like the way this building has been designed. There are corners where you can hide and spy on people. You see, I like corner corner things. 
I can stand behind this pillar and then spy somebody there. You don't build church building with four, four walls. Build them with compartments, areas. Because in heaven, that's how the chapel, I mean, the temple in heaven looks like. He was saying, let him say what he wants. He's a pastor. We are youth. Let us enjoy our lives. As I'm speaking right now, that person is not in the church. And you know what he's doing? Give me um, Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23 and 24. Above all else, Guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. In fact, in the, keep your mouth free from perversity. Keep corrupt thought. Far from your lips. Go back to verse 23. Please, in the Bible, the heart and the mind are used interchangeably. They are used interchangeably. That's why the Bible says in Proverbs 23.7 As a man thinketh in his heart so is he. You are a victim to your thoughts. That also represent your mind. These are, these are the two creative areas. The two creative areas are your heart and your mind. Your mouth is a launcher. Your mouth is a launcher. Your mouth launches what the heart and the mind has created. The moment your mouth launches it, action, actions begin. If they are, they are negative words, demons will start creating. If they are positive words, angels will start creating. What your mind creates, what your heart, the mouth is a launcher. The moment a word leaves your mouth, any, any time I have challenge with my wife, once a while, when we, when we exchange words, later I say, please, that word I use, I, I forgive me, I withdraw it. I withdraw it. She also do the same to me. Because if you leave that word, once it came out of your mouth, you have given the devil and his hopes the legal right to use that word to create. To use that word against you. But the moment you withdraw it, you have taken back. You have taken away the legal hold of the devil. Let us learn to examine our thoughts, our imaginations. That's why the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, 2 Corinthians 3 to 5, 
King James, three to five. Second Corinthians ten, three to five. Corinto ten, three to five, ten, three to five. Second, okay. Second Corinthians ten, three, five. For though we live in the world, please give me King James. My King James. King James. Thank you. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Husband, be, be patient with your wife. Satan's number one key is to occupy your mind with counterfeit thoughts against the word. Like he said to Eve in Genesis chapter 3, Genesis chapter 3 verse 2, did God say, he cast doubt or did a dream on the word of God. He cast doubt on anything coming from God so as to rob you of your testimony. To block it from coming to you. To block its celebration. To hold your mind hostage. The devil also uses thoughts and voices to establish himself in your life. What word has God given us within this hundred years? It is settled. It's, it's a new settlement. It's a new settlement. It is a hundred day wonder testimony. We have inherited the breaker Angel, the breaker anointing, the breaker mantle. We have inherited the rescue angel. This morning, I declare to you. Listen, I was telling the lady pastor. Look, when you make a mistake, when you sin, when you fall. When you fail, God will never say you are finished. Do you know that thought will come, you are finished. Hey, you are finished. Ah, this thing that has happened to you, you are finished. Let me tell you. God will never tell you. Thank you for listening to today's word. We believe that you have been impacted greatly. If you are listening to this podcast and you want to give your life to Christ, please say this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for what you came to do for me. Your life for mine, my sin for your righteousness. I believe that you are the Son of God sent to die for me. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for your grace towards me. Amen.
Beloved, if you have said this prayer, you are now a child of God. Welcome to God's heavenly family. You can send us an email on deliveranceagdh at gmail.com. We would be glad to assist you and help you go in the Lord. Thank you. Till next time, keep living the glorious life in Christ.